Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode now. Of the NASCAR series. He's with Michael. Let's begin. And with the next thing, fastest recap. Rain in retaliation. See about what's going on for Kansas. Looking at the entry, like the schemes. Some are blank, I see. But I think it's going to be a good race anyway. No, I, see. I, I mess up. It's going to be a nice showdown. To see who can make it into the championship. Geico restart zone. Robo restarts. Key as the track changed at Charlotte. It is when the can't kids. believe it. What? That our new house is haunted by Casper the Friendly Ghost. Hey, Jill. Hey, Kurt. <gasps> Movies? August. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save with Geico. Oh, I got popcorn. I got popcorn. I got Believe it. Everyone, welcome back to the Geico Restart Zone. This past weekend from the Roval, let's get right at it. Early in the race, a restart on wet tires. I was really fascinated at how wet tires would work on cup cars. Clearly, they made a lot of grip. Everybody got going really well in the Geico Restart Zone. Nobody really spinning tires. And then aggressively racing as soon as they got into turn one. As soon as he got to turn two, turn three, they were aggressively racing, trying to gain positions. I understand some people were tiptoeing, trying to make sure they didn't make a mistake, but they had enough confidence to run through their side-by-side. Uh, I was just really impressed with how good those tires did and how well the drivers did. Let's move forward a little bit. Check out the Geico car with Ty Dillon driving it. He leaves the Geico restart zone with a huge advantage. Now, we talked about tires. Ty Dillon was the first driver to come in and put on dry tires, slicks, like we normally see on the races. He drove off from everybody. It took him four or five laps to get those tires working. But when they did, he started marching through the field. He went on to win this stage. And it wasn't only because of the tires. He ran very well on wets earlier. So give a nod to Ty Dillon 
bringing an A game to the road course in adverse conditions, but he set the standard on when to put dry tires on. Now, as we move forward into the race, this is something we have come to expect from the Roval. Watch what happens as they enter turn one. Everybody gets stacked up. Everybody running into each other. Bubba Wallace trying to make it, trying to make a move there by everybody else running into each other. Ends up causing some contact. Ricky Sinaus Jr. goes around. But fortunately, no one else involved in this incident. It's a wreck. Normally, we see a lot of cars get involved in, and we'll see a multi-car wreck. In this case, we did not see it. All right, now let's move forward, and let's see another example of a Geico restart zone on the roll. Christopher Bell on the bottom gets a terrible start. He just does not get accelerated. It messes that entire bottom line up. Everybody starts stacking into each other, running into each other. It messed him up as well. He ended up losing two spots through this exchange, just did not get a good restart, did not get a good launch. And it shows you how important it is to get launched, to get moving forward with the guy on the outside of you on restarts. And when you don't, how it affects that entire line. It doesn't just affect you, it affects everybody in that line. Now they're off racing, but Christopher Bell's not in the scene right here. And it all started in the Geico restart zone when he didn't get that great launch. So now we leave the roll for some fun racing, and we go to a mile and a half in Kansas. Remember, this weekend, the choose rule will be in effect. So with the playoffs starting for this round of playoffs, that choose line is going to have a huge variable on who moves on to the next round and who doesn't. Well, yeah. Uh, and let's continue on for our backseat drivers. Chase the road courses, but before we do, I think we should... On road courses, I think you should be called Chase the Road Course Ace. I think it is a good nickname right there. Don't be conventional. Kevin Harvick? Come on, it's your turn. Get 250,000 miles of protection. Upgrade to Mobile One. It's just taking a long time. Hey, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Backseat Drivers presented by Mobile One. I'm Alex Weaver, joined now by Jonathan Merriman and Kim Kuhn. No surprise, Kim, we hate to say when Merriman is right, but he picks the road course ace. Number nine gets it done at the Roval, goes back to back. I would like to say that I also had Chase in the running, and I want to call out Merriman because he laughed at my Ryan Blaney pick. Ryan picks up not only a stage win, contends for the race win until late in the race, I think like 35 to go, spins out, but then comes back, finishes top five. So, eat it, Merriman. I mean, he ate it. He ate a big chunk of the grass and the water and all that stuff running off the racetrack while he was leading the race. So, you know, congrats to Kim for a contingency top five finish. I'm just saying, you laughed like it was so far-fetched. I just, you know, it's just, there's no way anybody was in the league of of Chase. Look, Chase had problems, you know, throughout the day as well, was able to come back uh, and go out there. But, look, if if you're picking anybody realistically to to compete with that nine on road courses – this year, I mean, you're just dreaming. We all knew Chase was going to be good. Um, but, you know, it was Chase and everybody else yesterday. So, look, that nine team's got it hooked up. They've got some momentum going into this next round. You know, Chase has never made it out of the round of eight. Phoenix has always been his hang-up uh, when Denny Hamlin's not running into him at Martinsville. Um, so, 
you know, if he can get to Phoenix, I think that's going to be a big obstacle for him. But it, the way that these tracks play out, you know, he's good at Martinsville. He could be solid at Texas. He could be solid at Kansas with the speed that they have. So it's it's a pretty positive outlook right now for that nine camp making it to uh, to Phoenix. We are, I'm really not surprised that Chase, he's got the one again. Of course, because I think now it should be called Chase the Road Course Ace. How about a top 10 lap leaders at the Charlotte Motor Speedway Roval? This is going to be an interesting one. 10. Christopher Bell has led just 6. Tied for 10th. Martin Rex Jr. Ninth, Kurt Busch. Eighth, Ryan Preece. Seventh, Clint Boyer. Sixth, Ryan Blaney. Fourth, it's Kevin Harvick. Tied for fourth with him is Brad Kozlowski. Third, William Byron. Second is Kyle Larson. And first, Chase Elliott. Not surprised. How about a top, not 10, but 17 gifts on the Roval? This is a big one. Number 17. Danny Amlin just walking. 16. Like when Eric Jones was not getting like fired on the start, the best way to save fuel is not to use any fuel whatsoever. Number 15, Bug Zero, NASCAR's official sponsors. I, I actually caught that one. Number 14, an inconvenient place to park. Yeah. Number 13, looking for puddles for your rain tires is like when you search for the last little bit of ice cream on the bottom of the cup. Number 12, even though the tow truck wanted to get back in action, even the tow truck wanted to get it on the action, and we don't blame the driver one bit. Number 11, all the rejected sides from this hammer and you gallery litter of the track. Number 10, Air Blaney gives a little regard to the rules. Number 9, Ty Dillon stage one tragedy. You know, switching to slick tires didn't pay he off so well later in the race, although backing down, Hill was awfully in inventive. Number eight. Okay. This turn by race leader William Byron was way too close to the wall for comfort. Number seven. It's a Charlotte Roval. It's an elimination race. You cannot be hyped. Number six. We're wondering the odds of some crew he flung over to Parker Kligman and yelling at him for getting his team's slick tires wet. Number five, only drivers who advance to the round of eight may enter. Number four, a most, a most eventful restart as witnessed by Kyle Busch. Number three, sponsor signage is getting totally out of hand these days. The Fig Newton's windshield logo bit from Dowdega Knights is going to come true next. Number two, guys, the race is over. We don't need any fuel. We won. Number one, Chase Allen and number nine team finally answered the question of whether or not they could win in Charlotte Roval even without needing the rebound from smashing into the turn and one walls restart on a restart this year. Turns out they can.
Okay, those were the top 17 oh, gifts, sorry. Sometimes cheeky ads pop up. Pop up on here, which is something I sometimes bad. Sometimes I don't like them. But it was a crazy time out there. But I'll prepare you guys for the next race in the year, which is Kansas Speedway throughout the upcoming episodes. Here's the remaining events. Kansas Speedway, October 18th. Texas Motor Speedway, October 25th. Martinsville Speedway, November 1st. And Phoenix Raceway, November 8th. Those are the final events on this year. So just wanted to let you know. Oh, and then we got the big 2021 season coming up. Oh, which I'm excited for. Uh, I wonder what's going to work out on there. But we are at the end of our time. See you tomorrow for another great episode on the NASCAR Series. Yeah.